Well, greetings and bless the Lord, saints of God. This is Tony, Triple C Podcast, coming live from Emerson, Arkansas, on this third day of December, 2023. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified, because we still podcast even while we're on travel. Bless you, God. Bless every listener today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If I can go right into the word of God, we greet you in divine love. Literally, I will not be long-winded as we're about to get back on the road ahead towards Memphis in the name of Jesus Christ. But until that time, let's go to John chapter 14, and we're going to look at verses 14 through 21, and we let the Lord have his way, the red letter edition of the Bible, and it reads, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me again, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Last verse, he that have my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and we, and will manifest myself to him, excuse me, and will manifest myself to him. May God bless us all, the readers and hearers and doers of his word. I just want to give you a short word of encouragement this morning from a titled podcast, Another Comforter. In this life, in this world, as we all experience, as we are here uh, momentarily to celebrate the life of Tanya's first cousin, Cindy Germany, and the Lord had his way, but we just want to give you another opportunity to hear that no matter where you are, no matter in your travels, no matter in your vacation time, no matter when you're at work, whether you're still into the COVID culture, where you're working from home, whether you're back at work, uh, that wherever you are, God is. Here's what I've come to really learn. And as we age and mature, it is our desire that we grow in wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing, but in all thy getting, get understanding. You can be a knowledgeable person. You could be an elastic scholar. You could be sum cum laude. You could be magnum cum laude. You could be all those things, but yet not know how to utilize the wisdom. What good would you be? The scripture says that he who winneth souls is wise. I realized something as we prepared for this trip to do God's will was that what shall it profit me if I gain the whole world? What, what shall it profit me if I get a title like no man? What shall it gain me if I would have had a congregation of thousands just to have my name in written in books and on neon signs and rolling across the TV screen? What shall it profit me if I'd have had all those things, but yet not really gave my heart to God and not know him as I claim to, but yet my time comes and get all the way to the gate and then get denied interest because I never accepted truly Jesus Christ 
Christ, even though I understood that we're saved by grace, that we're all sinners saved by grace, but never did it because I love the title and the position and the image of all those things, but never really got to know him. And he says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. It isn't a tragedy for you to come in and go into life and do all these things and, and you feel like you're all alone and you're all by yourself. Isn't it something when you feel like you've given all you can and it seems like, and this is the way we put it, that when I take one step forward, it seems like I take two steps backwards. That's just the way we feel. Why? Because we're human. And it's okay. It's okay to feel like we feel. But as we looked at the scriptures, God took me there. I've been in John for a minute now. And he took me to 14 to look. And this is what he said. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. But let's be clear. Asking anything, he's not talking about becoming a millionaire. He's not talking about coming, having your name in neon lights. He's talking about anything you ask in his name. But you got to understand that means that not my will be done, but thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's really about the mandate of God. And, and the mandate of God is about filling up the kingdom. The kingdom is not made up of buildings to the degree what we understand. Yes, he went to prepare a place for us, a house that we did not build. But that's not the purpose of his kingdom. His kingdom's purpose is to get as many souls that will give up what the world says to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and be prepared to live with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit in eternity. That's the real ultimate give. That's God's real will. Jesus' whole period for 33 years in his human realm of living was not about doing what he wanted to do. And he could have. Why? Let me tell you now. Jesus was 100% human, born of a virgin, but he was also the deity of God, the God incarnate. He made himself a body. He was 100% divine as well. But he knew his mission. He knew God's mandate. He knew God's method. He had God's message in his spirit. So he did that. Now, what does that have to do with us? As we get ready to bring this to a close in just a few minutes, he says, and he's always, he's talking to his disciples and he's telling his disciples, if you love me, keep my commandments. The Bible also says that you break one commandment, you break them all. Why do y'all think we have to have grace in our lives? Grace and mercy is the umbrella in which we live under. And he says, if you love me and keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. This title of this podcast is another comforter. Amen. What does that mean? It means this. When you realize that you are not alone, or if you feel like you're alone, God says he will give you another comforter. Why do you think he said that? Because he know in this human realm of living, you're going to need his spiritual comforter to keep you, to hold you, to build you up when you have to go through and have your W-E-A-K days. Every blood-washed Christian has got a target on his or her back. Every last one of us, because we decided to leave the ways of the world and we picked up the teachings and the principles of the Bible and Jesus Christ, that we have a target on our back. It's the same kind of analogy of you trying to leave a gang. The gang is going to forever want to keep you with them because that's what the streets. A wise man once said to me that the streets 
are undefeated. You can't win in the world. The ways of the world is the wide road. The ways of the world is everybody trying to tell you what you ought to do. The ways of God is that narrow gate, that narrow way. It's the way that you've got to be led by the spirit of God. You have to be careful who you believe. I've said it this way, and I probably have said it in hundreds of sermons over the years, that everybody in your company is not meant to stay a part of your company for the rest of your life. Everybody that's in your face ain't your friend. Everybody that's been there ain't there to hold you up like Moses to, to hold up the hands when you get weary and when you get tired. Some people just there to see if you're going to fall. Some people are there hoping that you fall. Have y'all ever heard it said this way? Misery loves company. Hey, birds of a feather flock together. Amen. Takes one to no one. People realize that's what they do. Sometimes, have you ever met somebody who just appears to be always miserable as if they ain't never got no joy? They've never got no peace. Have you ever been around that person that's always a complainer? Have you been around that person who's never got, it seems like they're never happy about anything. Nothing seems to ever please them. I've always believed that they have what I call a complex. Something's going on in their mind, in their life, in their heart. Something possibly has happened somewhere in their history that's caused them to become tainted to walk and walk in this type of love, joy, peace, and the Holy Ghost that we preach about. But here we are. He's telling this, and there's a few things God gave me as we talk about having another comforter. We look at that. Here's the first thing when you ask. It's okay to ask God. If God is your Abba Father, it is okay for you to talk to God and ask God. But don't try to make God a slot machine. Don't try to make God a casino. Don't try to make God only when you need something. But when you're doing well and doing good, God is not a factor in your life. See, this Christianity that I talk about, it's not a practice. It's a lifestyle. When I talk about being a Christian, you got to understand, and it's, I always talk about spiritual balance. I believe that we need to have the balance. I understand that I'm a sinner saved by grace. I understand that I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. I understand that if it had not been for God, where would I be? I realize in my mind with my nasty self that if it had not been for the grace of God and the continuance of the washing by the water of his word, oh, where, oh, where would I be? I also understand the Bible says we're as if a filthy rag before the God, the, the Lord himself. You got to understand something, child of God. We all need to be washed repeatedly. That's why I tell you repentance. Repentance is not a one-time thing. We need to repent and turn from our wicked ways. That's why God stands there with his arms open wide. God says, come unto me, ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Why? He know we need comfort. Amen. So when you ask God, you ask God that God's will be done in accordance to his word, his will, and his way. When you do that, I do believe that God, and I'm going to put this in your spirit while I'm driving by your street, it may be delayed, not denied. And sometimes it is no. 
Don't think because you ask everything, the answer is yes to everything. He just says ask and that will be given you. The given part may be, I'm going to give you wisdom and not this thing you thought you needed. I'm going to give you some joy when you need some joy. I'm going to give you some peace when you need some peace. I'm going to give you the unadulterated, this agape kind of love because I know what you're going to face when I send you out into the wolves, when I send you out into the world, when I send you out to be a messenger and a witness. Amen. When you realize that, you're going to need somebody to stand alongside. Let me drop this in your spirit and I'm speaking to you. When you realize in this life, all of us in our humanity will not live forever. Amen. Yes, is a tragedy when we lose a loved one, as we call it. It's a tragedy when they die. It's been appointed once unto man to die, but to die in Christ is gain. In the world, it's a loss, but in Christ, no one's lost because when you're in the hands of Jesus Christ, you're not lost because he's never been lost. Amen. So the second thing is, as we get ready to conclude this podcast, he says in verse number 17, he says it this way, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye, ye means anybody who will come unto him, but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I've always said it's not necessarily what's going on around you. It's what's going on inside of you. Let me tell you, I do believe in my own growth over the years. There's three entities that you deal with. The spirit of your flesh, the spirit of the enemy, and the spirit of God if you've been converted. Paul said it this way. I have a war going on inside of me. Sometimes what I mean by that is this. When you're trying to make a decision, you fight flesh against the spirit. And when you fight flesh against the spirit, that's why I tell you this way. When you feed your man, the spirit man, the word of God, the probability will be better that you will stand against the wiles of the devil if you stand on the word of God. The Bible says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What do I mean by that? You've got to study, as I've said it time and time again, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, you study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed to be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. When you study, you're studying for whatever test God allows that the world will bring your way. You study to be equipped. You be studied that you can be rooted and grounded in the word of God. But let me drop this in your spirit once again. If you don't feed your spirit, man, the biblical diet of God's word, he will be a weak man. And the Bible says, how can a thief, John 10 and 10, how can the robber come in and steal from your house? unless he first bind the strong man. If you don't feed your spirit man, he's a weakling. He's a scrub. He's a yellow back. He's a jelly back. When you don't feed your spirit man, the enemy will come in like a flood and he will destroy what you thought you had because you built it up on your own principles. But I, if you deposit this word, I assure you, child of God, I assure you, brothers and sisters, if you deposit this word in you, when you you just begin to walk 
out the word and you live, though the world will hate you, though the world will try to slay you, though those who don't walk in the principles and the precepts and the teachings of Jesus Christ, they will try to come against you, but they will stumble and they will fall. A thousand will come at one side, 10,000 at the other, but they will not come nigh to thy dwelling, saith the Bible, and they will not overtake you. You can overtake them. Why? The book of Revelation says you will overtake them by the word of your testimony and by the blood of the lamb. And that lamb is Jesus Christ. Here's what he said as we get ready to close. Verses 18 through 21 as I come into conclusion. When you walk in the spirit of truth, you've got to understand what he says. And this is what Jesus was telling his disciples. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. If you can just hold on just a little while longer that he's got another comforter. The word paraclete is coming from, as we talk about, that you may be uh a paralegal. A paralegal is a person who's alongside the lawyer. What he's telling you in translation, when he gives you the paraclete, that Holy Spirit, he comes in like a flood. He will rest, rule, and abide with you. He's telling you, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. He's trying to tell you, though the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to remind you of this, when God said, let us make man, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He's trying to tell you, yes, the Holy Spirit, who is the third person, but it's me. It's me. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's when you say, I I need thee, O oh Lord. I need thee. When you're calling on him, he's already told you as we close. He says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. Amen. I'm telling you this as we conclude this podcast on this Sunday. You know that God gives you another comforter. I'm telling you, child of God, no matter what you face, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the sickness and not all sicknesses are unto death, I want you to tell you, get up off of that bed. You can rise up again. In. Don't worry about the world. Cut them off. Don't worry about who's talking about you. Let them talk. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words shall never hurt you. When you stand on the word of God, when you stand on the principles of God, the Bible says the winds of life will billow in and blow. The rains may come in and try to destroy you, but when you realize that you're anchored in the Lord, when you're holding on to God's unchanging hand, when you extend your hands towards heaven and you look unto the hills from which cometh your help and you understand that your help comes from God. When you realize that, baby, I'm telling you, you can tell it as you feel it. You can walk it as you can believe it. And though the world will slay you, you can tell the devil, yet will I trust God because you realize God plus one is the majority. I stand on the promises of God. I stand on the truth of God's word. I stand no matter what. Devil, is that all you've got? That's all you can bring? You can accusate? You can tell lies? You can put my name out there? But you better be careful, baby, because that what you sow, that shall you also reap. If you sow to the flesh, baby of the flesh, you're going to reap, the Bible says, corruption. But if you sow into the love of God, and if you sow into the spirit of God, if you speak a word of God, if you walk in the ways of God, if you walk in the words of God, you will find that you will be standing up like a tree by the rivers of living water, and you will produce the fruit that will remain. I'm telling you, you're not alone. Maybe you feel like you've been left out in the last one. Maybe you feel like you're the runt of the bunch.
bunch. Maybe you feel like don't nobody care about you. But let me tell you this as I close. There is one that I know who sits high and looks low. He's the one that will stick closer than any brother. He's the one who's been a mother to the motherless. He's the one that's been a father to the fatherless. Though if the Bible says, if you made, if you made your bed in hell, God said he's right there. He says, if you ascend towards heaven, he's already gone to prepare a place for you. So I encourage you, child of God, don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. Trust and believe that God is real. Trust by the spirit that the Lord loves you. Though the world did not care, I know somebody that will rock you in the cradles of his arms. I know somebody that will pick you up out of the muck and the miry. I know somebody that will give you joy that the world can't give. I know somebody that will take you by the hand. I know somebody that will walk with you. I know somebody that will talk with you. I know somebody that will give you greater. Amen. As the Bible says, greater is he than this, than, than he that is in the world. It's the love of God. It's the power of God. It's the joy of God that resides in you. Why? Because you're not comfortless. Amen. So I tell you, ain't it a blessing that you know that God is? And I'll tell you this as I close. God is everywhere. There is not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. I want you to understand that he is literally, as the songwriter said, he's an on-time God. When you feel like nobody's there, you feel like you're about to fall off the cliff, God's right there to flip the page. He's the one that will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So as we conclude on this short podcast on this Sunday. May God bless you. May God keep you. May his ever-loving love shine upon you. And though you may feel weary in your well-doing, you will reap if you faint not. Don't give up, child of God. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you now for this opportunity for Cathedral Christian Church to bring a word live from Emerson, Arkansas on this third day of December 2023. Bless every podcast listener and help me somebody. Send this to somebody. Send it to a family member. Send it to a friend. Even send it to your co-worker. Send it to who you think is your enemy. Everybody needs Jesus. Be blessed and we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.